Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stahl. All right, welcome to our podcast where we cover business in the news and add our legal twist to that business news. My name is Nasser Pasha. And I'm Matt Stahl. And today we're covering a very interesting topic, but you're going to have to wait to see what it is. <laughs> I, I can see that you think subscription-based or monthly pricing or whatever you want to call it is is an interesting topic. <laughs> well, honestly, I I didn't name the topic because I wasn't sure exactly how to summarize the topic. I just know I just know we get to talk about Netflix and twenty-four hour fitness. <laughs> we'll get into the Netflix part of it first. So I guess for people that pay or for people that have been signed up twenty fourteen. Or before that, people they're paying seven ninety nine a month, which is I believe that's what I pay. I'm not positive, but and I think that's when I signed up. I don't know. I don't know when I signed up, but I know I used to pay seven ninety nine a month, but I, I, I kept giving away my username and password to family and friends <laughs> that I ended up using Netflix one of these days and it was like it said that there was too many users on or something like that. So I upgraded from there to, you know, you can pay more to act, have access to more screens or whatever. And so <laughs> But I'm, I'm pretty sure I was paying seven ninety nine. I don't know what I'm paying now. It's probably like a billion dollars per month. <laughs> probably not that much because I think it's only going up to. Well, the the most someone was paying was uh, nine ninety nine a month. Oh, good. So I can afford that. Yeah. So that's what the the more recent people are paying. And I, now that I think about it, I I want to say I don't know if it was Netflix or maybe it was somewhere else that put up a promotion somewhat recently of, you know, sign up now and you can get this lower rate. And I'll get to why that's relevant. But so what the, what Netflix has now come out and said is anyone that's paying $7.99 a month, it's going to get bumped up to $9.99 a month. You know, the silver lining is we're going to still give you two full years at that $7.99. I guess I shouldn't say that fully. You can stay on the $7.99 a month plan, but you're only getting standard definition for anyone that wants to watch an HD, which has got to be most people. It's going to go up to nine. So it's it's effectively a downgrade, though, because before with $7.99, you had access to HD, right? right? So it is, a, it is a downgrade. It is definitely a downgrade. You could technically still stay on $7.99 a month, though. You just you get a lesser version of what you had. Got it. But they're giving you two years before they do that. So they are giving you a little bit of notice here. And it is a month-to-month arrangement. So I guess you could still jump on the $7.99 a month for two years and then back out if you're really upset about the $2 per year or per month increase, which is what, 24 bucks a year? Approximately. But it's the <laughs> it's the principle of the thing. Is, and I think that's why a lot of people are complaining about it now is, Hey, I thought this was supposed to be $7.99 a month arrangement. You're supposed to be grandfathered into this price. Why do I have to pay more for this now? And this is, and we're going to get into 24 hour fitness, which might be one of the bigger culprits of this scheme. But to me, they're giving you the two years of, you know, kind of a, a buffer to, to figure out if you want to stay on or not. I think that's, I mean, that's about as fair as you're going to get. Yeah, it's reasonable. And it's a couple dollars, like you said, uh, approximately $24 more per year, if you're doing your math correctly. <laughs> I, I can't verify that or not. But but yeah, I mean, it's it's it's, it's a reasonable... And, and frankly, I'm pretty sure, uh, without looking at the contract, I mean, Netflix is month to month. We pay month that we can cancel at any time, and, and therefore, they, so can they, and they can increase the price at any time. And so when they did increase the uh, price to $9.99 a month for new members... 
They could have easily done it for old members too, but of course why they didn't is because people would have been upset, you know, and there would have been more of a backlash. But I think they ease people into it. New members are paying ninety nine nine ninety nine a month, and then then you have people realizing that's what it costs. And so when you make that change, it's not that big of a deal. Even when they are making that change, like you said, they can still stick to their that same price plan if they're on a budget. And you know, for the difference between standard definition and high definition is probably not big of a deal on smaller screens like mobile. Uh, you'll probably notice it on on TVs and so forth, but uh, not a unreason like you said, not unreasonable change. Right. Well, I, I disagree with you on that. I think it is noticeable even on small screens. Uh, but you know, it's it's neither here nor there. I guess that's not the point of this. Is that what's going to be the response for for customers? So we might as well just get into the twenty four hour fitness aspect of it. And there's anyone that wants to do a quick search of you know twenty four hour fitness complaints or just type that into Google or twenty four hour fitness lifetime membership. They can certainly type that. I think I typed it in twenty four hour lifetime membership, and there was something. It was like six, I don't know what site it was, but it was like 1,600 reviews, a 1.1 out of 5 rating, which is unheard of. That's like yeah. every single person giving you a 1 and like a handful of people giving you a 5, which doesn't even <laughs> seem possible. But so these lifetime memberships with 24-hour fitness. I assume they're not available anymore, right? I guess there's different versions of this. Cause, and I know you have a friend that has entered into something like this, but I, you know, one of my friends... This is their version of the lifetime membership was they paid, I believe it was, it was a while back, they paid $1,000 up front and they never had to pay a penny ever again and they had a lifetime membership to 24-Hour Fitness. Now, the problem with his was that only got him into the basic 24-Hour Fitness clubs and all these sport clubs or high-level ones, whatever the descriptions are, you know, anything other than just the bare bones weights and I, you know and i i asked my friend too and so he gave me some more details and he he knows these numbers pretty well <laughs> and i'll tell you why so he says he in 1996 okay he paid a like similar to your friend a thousand dollars near nearly a thousand dollars for a three-year contract and then afterwards 49 dollars per year for life after that and since so since 90, 1999 he's effectively been paying four dollars per month and like you said, though, this was for a particular gym. And so there was another class action lawsuit for a guy that signed up for a lifetime in 1992 or something to that effect. Mm -hmm. Something similar. I don't think he had a big down payment, but, but basically he makes this argument and turned into a class action where 24-hour fitness created all these subcategories. I'm sure you guys have heard of it, like these... 24-hour sport and 20... I don't know what, what the other ones are. You've, you've heard of that, right? Yeah, and, and that, that was his thing. I think the sport version has, like I said, it's more than just the bare bones, weights, equipment, and I think it adds like a basketball court or a sauna and stuff like that, or a pool. I think a pool is a big part of it. But What's funny is that these guys that signed up in the 90s, I mean, fitness has changed quite a bit. I mean, back then it was like... I mean, there's always going to be fads, but I remember like the Bowflex home gym and like Tybo and things like these are things that were big in the nineties, but I don't even know what kind of gyms there were back then. <laughs> I was, I was busy in school studying. Yeah. Well, I don't think the Bowflex, all that stuff. I don't think that's really popular anymore. The, the trend in gym stuff now is 
CrossFit and I guess the kind of goes along with it is all the weird races. And we've talked about that before. Oh yeah. Oh, like mud, mud run or stuff like that. It doesn't seem okay, like as yeah, many yeah. people doing it now. There's a lot of competition with those two. So it's the industry is getting oversaturated with different things, probably in legal issues too, but well, anyway, sorry to digress. You know, regardless of what the different type of lifetime membership these people have, the, the general complaint is, you know, I was told or I was promised that I would only have to pay X amount for this period and then I'd get a significantly re- reduced rate year three or year four and every year after that. But now 24 hour is coming back saying, yeah, we're going to up your monthly rate. It doesn't matter what happened previously. And I didn't search in extreme detail, but I think it says something when I try to find a 24 hour fitness gym contract online and really can't, even when there's been these lawsuits. But my guess would be there's a clause in there saying, you know, we have the right to raise your monthly rate up to, you know, it could have a cap on it too of up to 10% a a month or whatever it's going to be. But there's going to be some clause in there saying they have the right to do that or else. Sorry about what we said before, but this is what the says in your contract. Yeah, I think that's best case scenario that they did that. But I, I honestly would not be surprised that they don't have that kind of provision in there. And as a business model, like, okay, look, we want to expand, but if we start putting all this money in these new gyms, what about all these lifetime memberships that we gave? We're really losing an opportunity here. And I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know for sure, but based upon all the complaints and how many people were affected by this, because I'm sure a lot of people signed up for these lifetime memberships, that they specifically said, okay, these newer gyms that we're creating, let's create subcategories and, and we can just tell the member, hey, you sign up for a lifetime membership to gym A. This is gym B. And gym B has a pool. Gym A doesn't have a pool. And so that's it's not fair for you to get this great rate on a gym that you didn't pay for, you know? And of course, from a consumer perspective, that doesn't seem very fair because you're thinking, well, I get a lifetime membership to 24 hour fitness, whatever, whether it's 24 hour fitness A or 24 hour fitness B, especially since those subcategories didn't even exist at the time. Yeah, that's that's a pretty Smart. I mean, I don't know if smart's the right word, but it's a it's a nice way for them to, for twenty four to go about it. And so, let's say that did happen to somebody. Do they at least get some sort of credit on their monthly rate if they want to try to go to this higher level club and they've already paid this lifetime membership? I, I mean, I would hope they do, but I guess that there's no requirement that they do. But good business would yeah. would allow them to do that. I would think, <laughs> but who knows. So these agreements, these subscription agreements, I should say, are, are pretty common. I mean, we've talked about subscription models online quite a bit and the contracting behind those. But one thing that I think we can say for certain, you can put whatever you are you have in the agreement, but if the expectations don't match from the consumer, if you're telling them that this is a lifetime agreement and then you say that you can adjust the price at any time, you may win a breach of contract action, but you're not going to win first of all, a popularity contest, but you may be entering into false advertising or the realm of misrepresentation, fraud. And these are some of the allegations that were made against 24-Hour Fitness. And from what I can see, I I haven't been able to find an actual judgment against 24-Hour Fitness for this, not to say that doesn't exist, but the class actions that I've seen, they've actually were able to settle some of these claims that these members who entered these lifetime agreements have, have made. Yeah, I mean, there is a difference between telling them Oh, you know, this is ever you're going to pay. It's never going to go up. And then, you know, not 
abiding by that. There could be some misrepresentations that get brought in there later on. So it's not the old bait and switch, as I said before. There's still avenues for these consumers that feel like they got taken advantage of, if that's the case. But going back to Netflix, I'm not sure what the situation was with them either. I don't know if they were told you're only ever going to pay $7.99 a month. I don't remember ever seeing that. They might have raised the rates to that $9.99 and said, oh, if you're already paying $70.99, we're going to keep you on that. And now they've decided to up it, which that's a different story than, hey, sign up now because this is the you know the year you get locked in. That's the rate you're going to pay. And then later on, they're going to up it. It's a different situation. Yeah. And, and words matter. I mean, you, again, just you can put whatever in your, in your agreement. But if you start using these lifetime or make representations or even in your marketing material, and that's why like businesses get into trouble because they'll send a contract to their attorney. And they'll review it, they'll revise it, make it bulletproof. But then it gets handed to the marketing team to actually sell the product and yeah. everything's kind of lost from there because that mar- that marketing material doesn't go through that legal review that it needs to. And and it's very easy to easy to fall into that trap. It reminds me of, in preparing for this episode, which of course I prepare hours for, I think it was just yesterday or the day before I received a WhatsApp message or notification. And WhatsApp, I'm sure everyone knows, is a mobile chat service, one of the most popular in the world, but uh, it's actually owned by Facebook now. But normally you pay a 99 cent or a dollar annual subscription. But I got this notice, a pop-up basically saying, congratulations, you have a lifetime membership now to WhatsApp. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then literally five minutes later, it said, your subscription ends on July something, July 2016. I'm like, oh, maybe maybe that first message was a mistake. And then, and then maybe like another 20 minutes later, I got the same congratulations, lifetime membership. And so then of course I look it up and apparently it wasn't a mistake. WhatsApp has scrapped its subscription fee. I didn't even know there was an annual fee. I, I remember when I downloaded it years ago, I remember I had to pay 99 cents, but I thought that was a one-time thing. I don't remember. I'm sure there was something I had to agree to, and I probably had to. (laughs) Which you didn't read. If it's 99 cents a year, I don't really, it's not going to break the bank, but. But yeah, what if it was a dollar per year and then a billion dollars the next year? You should still read your contracts. Well, yeah, it it did say it could go up (laughs) that percent per year. Uh, It's interesting because what if they decide six years from now to start charging for WhatsApp, right? Is that message that I received saying that I have a lifetime membership enough to create a binding contract? Probably not, but is it enough to maybe create false advertising and so forth? Again, probably the difference is is they're giving it for free. And so if they change the service, you know, WhatsApp 2.0, so to speak, and then start charging for that for new features, in order to access this new feature or this new upgraded version, then you get, you know, then you have to pay for it. Then we're talking about new territory and they can, I think they can easily, easily do that just like 24 hour fitness did. Well, yeah. When did they get bought out by Facebook? I mean, maybe that's, I, I know it wasn't yesterday or. No, it's been a while. I think, I think it's been at least. At least one year. Yeah. I think I was going to say a couple of years, at least one year, approximately two years, not more than three years, definitely not four years. Somewhere in that range. And definitely not five. Yeah. Uh, I could be wrong. I, I'm just going to look it up now because I'm probably way off. Well, yeah, I mean, that isn't it. So what the message, did it just send you a notification? Is that? No, it looked like it was a WhatsApp message. By the way, February 2014, so two years ago, almost to the exact date plus minus uh, one month. Yeah, I didn't get that message at all. I'm looking right now. 
It's probably not good. It was in my notifications. I don't know. I don't think iPhone has a notifications, but it was a notification. And then after I swiped it away, I tried to find it again and I couldn't find it. Yeah. I mean, that, that is an interesting thing that what you're like, you were saying, what if they want to go back and start charging people for it? Now they're, I mean, you already got the confusing message of kind of conflicting things and now they want to go back to charging. I mean, there's other ways to, to go about charging people by the way i have to mention this because my friend just messaged me on whatsapp to our one of our friends group just because he was talking about how people used to make fun of him for paying a thousand dollars initially for the gym membership and how like that was a complete waste of money and you know because back in i mean 96 i mean that's a thousand dollars for a three-year contract is that was a lot (laughs) and so he's like so therefore i have paid a thousand $833 to 24-hour fitness during the past 20 years, equating to nearly $92 per year or $764 per month. The average uh, fee would decrease, of course, over time in proportion. He's he's really into numbers. He's a real estate appraiser, so it's kind of uh, makes me laugh. But anyway. So after the first three years, he's paid the same amount every year since, and they haven't bumped it? Yeah. I remember I talked to him about it before because I think the 24-hour fitness by his home is a one of those upgraded ones, like 24-hour sport or whatever. But he apparently he was allowed to go to that gym because it was the closest one to his residence. So apparently there was some exception that they made for lifetime residents that, okay, the gym, he, in other words, he may not be able to go to another 24-hour fitness sport in Los Angeles, but he can by the one in San Diego. That's reasonable of them i guess that's that's a nice gesture yeah yeah and so like there may be some people that are upset with 24 fitness but i'm not sure that may have been a result of the class action lawsuit or a settlement of some sort so based on my experiences and others with 24 hour fitness that seems like something would have to be done in a lawsuit settlement for for them to agree to that and that is reasonable but yeah yeah i mean i guess that's a good deal it's every year it's going to get better and better it's cuz it's going to be less he's going to be paying less money per year overall what 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 people don't know he's only been been to the gym once though <laughs> that would be really funny if he just isn't <laughs> he's paid for 20 something years and never god i know he goes to the gym he's in shape but like uh yeah that would be funny if he just went once and but he still brags about how great of a deal he got he breaks it down to the scent of how much how it was a good deal and yeah it just doesn't go at all uh but you you've been you, you have to tell us the story at least to everyone else about how you got kicked out of 24-hour fitness that, that was funny oh uh, yeah well so it was not doing anything bad but so i was yeah right i i don't know about that so when I first moved to Sacramento, I joined 24 Hour Fitness and I ended up, they talked me into actually what I thought was a better deal, but ended up being a worse. They, I wanted to sign up. So based on kind of these things, it was cheaper to sign up for two, a two-year contract, which they always tell you to don't get locked into these long-term deals. But I knew I was going to go because I'd always gone to the gym and it was cheaper per month. But he talked me into the month to month because he's like, ah, no one no one stays at the gym for that long. And I was like, oh, all right, all right. It's kind of weird. They're talking <laughs> me out of it. So yeah, I was a member for a couple of years and I was like, look, I'm paying way too much money. So I quit. And then I went to another location with my wife because she was a member there. And when you go there as a guest, I, was, I think I was technically a guest of hers. You had to fill out this paperwork. And so I'm probably a good 30, 45 minutes into being there. And I heard my name over the loudspeaker. And so I was like, that's weird. I was like, did they call my name? So I went over there. They're like, oh, you uh, you were a member here. I was like, well, no, I was a member at the one downtown. This is, you know, I'm just trying this one out because it's different. I, I'm, you know, considering possibly joining again. They're like, well, you can't, 
you can't be a guest if you're already a member here. I was like, well, I'm just testing this one out. Still, I'm considering joining again because it had been at least a few months at that point. They're like, well, you know, you can't just do this. You're going to have to leave right now. I was like, well, can I at least finish my workout? They're like, no, you can't. I was like, well, <laughs> okay. I at least need to tell the person that drove me here so I so they aren't like looking for me as I'm just standing outside. And so they they let me do that at least, but we had to. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. We, we did have to leave. Like, can I can I at least tie my shoe before I? No, you have to leave yeah. right now. It's just ridiculous. I mean, and the thing was, I wouldn't be able to come back to that one again without joining because they keep, like I said, when you're a guest, you have to sign into the system and so or fill out this paperwork. So it would have. It's a one time thing. It's just ridiculous that they wouldn't let me finish that workout. And then I end up joining again months down the road. <laughs> you, but, you ended up joining again. Yeah. After they basically offended your honor and kicked you out of the, the so the same the same exact location too. Well, no, that that was the whole thing. Is I wanted to have access to multiple locations, and so oh, okay. I ended up joining a, a more a broader. I think the membership I signed up for, I could go to any of them. But it was ridiculous, and I wasn't a big fan of how they handled things. But did you pay more or less than seven sixty four per month? Definitely more. Okay, so my friend still got a better deal. I just want to confirm. I mean, I have I have friends that have paid you know under ten dollars a month for a long time too because they quote unquote locked into these rates when they bought them like through some family membership a long time ago. So by their parents. And so it's, it's definitely possible. I think the people that seem to be getting the the raw end of the deal here are the ones that paid a lot of money up front based on the promise it you know, it'd be less over time. And now they're getting those rates of beginning raised. So and and so this is a quick takeaway. Never join a gym. So take <laughs> never join a gym. A lot of people are getting into subscription models of different sorts, whether you're providing a service or a product or what what have you. And there are, we've talked about in the past, there are state-specific statutes that protect consumers or even businesses. We talked about the new one in New York, which requires notices for annual subscriptions and things like that. We've talked about the one in California and Illinois, and all these have different provisions. But one thing that is consistent amongst all of them is that they want to make sure that the consumer or the person, I should say the person being, you know, signing up to this a reoccurring service is not kind of caught off guard. They're made aware of this. And, and over communicating, I think, is always going to be a really good deal for you in the long term. And if your business is dependent upon, I think we've talked about vitamin supplement companies and how they depend upon the idea that once you sign up, it's hard to cancel. If you're, if you're kind of depending upon that model, you're going to, you're just asking for trouble. And, and, you know, 24 hour fitness, they're a larger company. They probably made the risk benefit analysis of, of doing this, that they're going to, they may have to go through a lawsuit, but in over, over a long term, they're going to survive. Most people aren't going to care and they're just going to upgrade. So, you know, just, that's just something to keep in mind. I mean, I'm, we've all signed up to services where, you know, a week, a week or two before the annual subscription gets renewed, we get a notification, Hey, it's going to renew soon. And then we, we've also been involved with those companies that just renew without asking and, and understand how that makes us feel. Right. Yeah. Particularly the ones on that latter half where they lock, you know, they just take out money from your account every month and especially without any notification. I mean, there are, there's rules state by state. There's specific rules on how you have to go about having the consumer, the client agree to those things. And, you know, it's, you, as a business, you got to make sure that you follow those because you don't want to get in trouble. But yeah, I mean, the, yeah. the, the more notice, the better is a general rule of thumb, I guess. Well, this is 
becoming a long episode, so we better end it quickly. Yeah. I think we may have to cut out your story. That's fine. Wasn't that? No, good. I was just yeah. I, I, what I mean, cut it out and make it the only that like that the episode. <laughs> so you just like that's it, just your story. Would be confusing for the listeners. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us, though. Yep. Keep it sound. Keep it smart. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts Nasser Pasha and Matt Stop. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.